Hello and welcome to the Energy Sport Roundup podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Morrison, and joining me in the pod seat today is rugby enthusiast and long-suffering Dundee United fan, Callum Duncan. Hello. As well as Poland's Prince of Podcast and Football Scouting, Adam Blosko. Hello there. Today, we'll be discussing the post-split fixtures in the Cinch Premiership as Hibs and Hearts are set to do battle in a massive Edinburgh derby on the final day of the season, as well as dissecting rumours of Johnny Williams to Hibs. Will the Welsh international finally join Lee Johnson at Hibernian next season? So, to begin, guys, the post-split fixtures have come out for the Cinch Premiership. Uh, Hearts face a tough battle, first of all, with Celtic at home before they travel to St Mirren, before it's another home game at Tynecastle against Aberdeen. It's another away fixture against Rangers, and then finally, on the last day of the season, it's the Edinburgh Derby as Hearts face Hibs at home at Tynecastle. Adam Blosko, uh, looking at these six fixtures, how do you think Hearts are going to end the season? I believe they'll be in disappointing collapse against Celtic and Rangers individually, but they've got a really good chance at achieving points away to St Mirren and Aberdeen at home. <clears throat> the Hibernian game will be all to play for with it being an Edinburgh derby. All the form goes out with the window, in my opinion. And I think uh, on the day, we'll see how both teams come out from the starting whistle. Uh, Callum, taking a look at that, uh, what's your opinion? Um, I think I gonna pretty much agree with Celtic and Rangers. I don't see them doing anything. Apart from, you could argue, obviously, Rangers, what was it, 2-0 against Aberdeen last weekend. That's obviously, I don't know if it's just like coming to the end of the season, they're probably losing a wee bit of form or trying to rest some like some players for the Celtic, the Celtic game as well. But I think, looking at that, Hearts do have a shout against Rangers, if I was going to say anything. If they can beat Aberdeen, they could beat Rangers as well. As well. And yeah, Hibernian is just going to be a tough game all around. It's not going to be a, it's not going to be a pretty watch, to say the least. Probably, I'm predicting a 1-1 draw for that one. Very decent, very decent. Uh, looking at Hibs as well, uh, starting off the post-split, uh, St Mirren at home before Aberdeen away, Rangers at home, live on Sky Sports as well, before it's going to be a tough couple of weeks after the Rangers game, Celtic at home as well, before of course the Edinburgh derby away. Uh, Adam, how do you think Hibs are going to win this season? It's got to be another uphill climb for Hibs with um, the old firm back-to-back, Rangers and Celtic, both of them just like it was um, a few weeks ago I think it was. And... Um, I reckon they're going to be failing to retain a form. Again, disappointing collapse at the end of the season. These post-split fixtures have not been kind to Hibs at all. Harsh away will be yet another challenging fixture for them. I just don't see them getting a result after the last few games. Uh, Callum, what's your opinion on that? I feel like you're going to very much dislike me for this, but I think I can't see them coming away from this, these fixtures without with a maximum of like three points. I, I can't all, all of them. I think St Mirren up St Mirren and obviously St Mirren at home have been tough, but will be it'll be tough will be a probably a tough game, but I can't I just can't see it. Yeah. And I after thought, that that's that should be their easiest game out of them all, but I yeah, can't see it being if I focus on Hibs for a second, I would say that probably yeah, especially with the last game against St Johnston. Yeah. Um yeah. I can the only really game I can see Hibs winning is probably St Mirren at home. Uh that's the first game of course. Mm. But the way Aberdeen are, unless there is a major uh, sort of collapse in form. You know what? Away, of course, uh, Patoja is a bit of a fortress right now. Uh, yeah. I can see them maybe taking a point. Of course, if you get uh, if you get anything, sorry, against the old farm, you're having a really good season. Uh, Hearts they did win uh, the last end of Derby Hebs actually. So of course, there's form going into that. But whether they can kind of uh, sustain that, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, uh, interestingly enough, the Edinburgh Derby, last game of the season, will not be televised on Sky Sports. Uh, that's being saved for the Celtic game, so I'm told. So uh, 
Current standing suggests uh, the Edinburgh Derby uh, might decide the club's places in Europe next season. So interesting that that's not live on Sky. So Adam, what is your opinion on that? It's atrocious. I think there's uh, the the games that have been televised uh, already. I think this this is one of the more deserving fixtures amongst them. I don't believe that this shouldn't be like it should be on TV. I'm sorry. Um, it's just atrocious, really. Just another down downgrade for Scottish football. Callum, do you have an opinion on that game? I think it's a weird, it's a weird one because you're looking at the what uh, Edinburgh derby to finish off the season. It can't you don't really get much bigger than that to yeah, be televised. And then obviously you could argue the old firm, but it's still it's the only derby that's going on. Celtic is the game being televised and their way to Aberdeen in a what realistic will be a nothing game as as with the form that Celtic are on. They should probably have already clinched the title by that point anyway, so it's not looking like it's going to be a be-all yeah. and end-all game of the season to be on TV, to be entirely honest. Yeah, there was a thing on Twitter, actually, you say that with a form, Celtic should win the league. If they don't win at Tynecastle next week, they go to Ibrox, so uh, there's yeah. a chance there to do quite the funniest thing uh, in a few years for Celtic. <laughs> uh, speaking of Hibs, actually, uh, there is a transfer rumour going around that Johnny Williams from Swindon Town might be joining in the summer. Uh, Swindon Town boss Jody Morris in his last press conference said that that he'll have to decide on his own future. So Welsh international could be coming to Hibernia Football Club. Adam Blosco, what do you make of that? This is the former Sunderland midfield we were talking about, uh, right? Yes, he is. Former Sunderland, Crystal, Crystal Palace, Palace and, and Cardiff. I think he's got quite the experience. Everything he really needs to succeed in the Scottish Prem, I believe it would be a great addition to the already good hib side, you know, complimenting players like James Jago, uh, whoever else is in that midfield. But yeah, 10 goals in the English Football League, I think that's more than proving more than enough to, he's got everything that he needs to succeed in the Scottish Football League. Yeah, you said he's very good. Uh, Do you not think though that if he plays for Swindon Town when he started his career at Cardiff City, Mm -hmm. or Crystal Palace to say that maybe he hasn't fulfilled his potential? He definitely has not, but I don't believe why he cannot show what he's got. He's definitely skilled. I've seen him play before actually. seen him play live before he's quite good okay uh callum do you have an opinion on that i think it's probably obviously a bit of a downgrade in his career going from crystal palace to swindon town the what's are sitting low, mid mid table league two but to come away from with 10 goals from 35 games that's a pretty good tally to have for a mid table side i think it would be a good addition to hips to be entirely honest very good, very good. Uh, Adam as well, you touched briefly upon James Jago there. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm delighted to see, uh, coming from, well, I'm not a Hibs fan, but you know, I work for Hibs. <laughs> yeah, Callum, again, here we go. Uh, that James Jago's red card against uh, St. Johnston has been appealed, and that appeal has been successful. So he will be able to play uh, the first post-split fixture against St. Mirren. So uh, you've looked at the video, both of you. Uh, Adam, I'll come to you first. What it's, do you think of that decision? It's a bit of a mind-boggling one because they didn't even use VAR in the in the decision. Yeah. And um, you know, James, James, yeah, for, for a decision yeah, like that, you would expect VAR to. Sort James of got the ball first and then took the boy out. So uh, Connor yeah. McLennan, That's both James and Connor on the ground in pain. It doesn't. It didn't look very good. But yeah. I think both of them took took a fifty-fifty. I I believe rightfully it was a fifty-fifty because. Both of them had the chance to get the ball, but they clashed into each other right after the ball was kicked away. Uh, Callum, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think it's a, it was definitely a 50-50. You could say, could say Jago went in a bit recklessly into it, but at the end of the day, he did get the ball first. The boy went down, rolling about the pitch, and then Craig Napier was 
it wasn't even a, it wasn't even a thought in his mind that that was a red card. He came across, put that straight up, and he didn't. Yeah, and like Adam says, the fact he didn't go to VAR is a bit of a. It doesn't make any sense, and I think it's a bit, mm-hmm. it kind of shows a bit of a mockery of the bringing it into the Scottish League if they're not even going to use it at all. It looked like there was no thought process really behind it. The oh, red no. card just well, went straight yeah, up. Yeah, there was not a thought. That's not something thought. that referees have come under criticism for. Uh, it's interesting as well because Hibs, uh, within the statement on their website, said that we will work with other clubs and the SFA to bring needed improvement to the current systems. Uh, so it's kind of obvious what Hibs are thinking about the whole yeah. Referee controversy. It's quite right bad if they're saying it already needs improvement to the current systems. Yeah, and the fact course. that they only just got brought in, they should already be at that. You'd imagine yeah. they should be at that standards already, to be honest. Of course, uh, it's not the first time a club in Scotland have said that as well. But yeah. It's very interesting to also see that the fact that teams are always, you know, questioning that now it just t- puts the refereeing um, standards of the Scottish football leagues and Scottish Premiership into absolute turmoil. With full time quickly approaching, I'm afraid that's all we have time for today. Thank you for your analysis, Callum, Zobadenya, Adam, and thank you for listening. Join us tomorrow as we build up to a massive Parks Motor Group SWPL fixture with Hibernian facing Celtic as the Glasgow side look to close in on their first Premiership title. And of course, we'll be dissecting and reacting to the Premier League's Clash of Titans. We will see you then.